Hello, and welcome to SAP and Azure Talk. My name is Ravi Kashyap. And I'm Nathan Weaver, and today we're going to talk about ANF, Azure NetApp Files. Ravi and I have been chatting about this one. I know we've mentioned ANF a number of times, but we wanted to do a little bit more of a deep dive on ANF and what it means for SAP. Ravi, I say Azure NetApp Files. What does that actually mean? Give me a definition. You know, it's funny, a couple of weeks ago, you're we talking about everything starts with Azure. So as usual, it starts with Azure and then what it means. Azure NetApp Files is an Azure native first party service provided by Microsoft. It's kind of like a shared storage which provides NFS and SMB, which is both for Linux and Windows. And it's based on the NetApp ONTAP technology. So if you're using ONTAP on-premises, it's exactly the same technology behind the scenes, uh, hiding the details from you and giving you as a shared storage. Yeah, I think we talked about it when we were talking about HANA Large Instance at one point, that ANF actually got originated from our bare metal approach that we took when HANA was first starting off, right? So we got that, in, and over time, that got pulled into the fabric, if you will, or got pulled into um, our Azure native services. Now, when we spin that into this ANF thing, what are some of the features? Like, what goes into this? The biggest one in my mind is the availability and redundancy. It has built-in SLA of four nines, and it takes care of the redundancy and deduplication and compression and everything behind the scenes. It's like going to a clubhouse and using their pool or going to a playground instead of building a playground in your backyard. Other thing to highlight is it can dynamically adapt the capability and performance. So if you wanted more performance or you wanted more size, you don't have to restart your SAP system or don't have to restart the VM. You can just adjust it back and forth. This comes in handy if you're doing month-end close or even if you're testing, performance testing, and you don't think IOPS or threshold is meeting your criteria, you just bump it up behind the scenes and then test it again. Other things that I like about is snapshot. Now, we may argue whether snapshot is real backup or not, but it provides the snapshot technology that takes a couple of seconds, no matter how large your database is. Feature that was recently introduced is called cross-region application. I think it's still in preview. Essentially, it replicates data from one region to a different region. It may or may not be Azure paired region. I think it started with Azure paired regions, but now it supports non-paired ones too. The use cases for that would be if you're trying to move your shared storage to a DR location or HANA database to a DR location. I'm going to jump on you for something, though. You, you talked about the changing of tiers. Now, if I'm using SAP, they better be running that ultra level, that ultra tier level of ANF or whatever the recommendation is, right? There are use cases that says run premium level, you're gonna run ultra for a lot of the environments, there could be a mix and match, but I doubt that you're gonna be changing your tiers in month in, right? You're probably gonna keep <laughs> it where you need to keep it. But I could see the conversation going for maybe some other use cases. So let's take this conversation to be SAP specific for a minute. So what are some of the SAP specific use cases for Azure NetApp files? Since it's advertised as a shared drive service, the most obvious use case is SAP shared file system. SAP MNT or SAP mount, or transport directory or interface directory, anything that uses shared directory in SAP is the best use case in my mind. Next use case is for SAP HANA, where it can use ANF for SAP HANA data and log. We were talking about cross-region application feature earlier. That's a good use case for having a disaster recovery built in from your primary data center to a secondary region or secondary data center. 
the snapshot feature that we were talking about, whether a snapshot is a real backup or not, that aside, it was really helpful in doing the system copies or system clone copy. If you're trying to do a sandbox build or trying to refresh QA from production, you take a snapshot in production and then within second, it's available for a refresh let's say a little bit of a deeper dive into a couple of these use cases. So you talk about shared files, right? And you mentioned sat mount and the transport directory and probably interface directories or anything else that we're sharing information. And you kind of talk about the availability SLAs and you talk about how we can set this up as a service. And, you know, I was following with what you said. It's, you know, it's like the old pool, right? Either I, I want to get that availability number. So d- can I swim in the, the country club pool, or do I need to build one myself, right? So so let's deep dive on the file share conversation, and then we'll spin it back uh, and talk specifically about like the HANA data files. But let's first talk about the shared storage. So what are the options that we typically think about when we talk about shared storage with SAP? Another way of phrasing this question would be, if not ANF, then what? If you're using this for high availability, like if you're doing central services clustering or database clustering that supports shared storage, you're trying to create an HA, meaning you're trying to get the same structure with availability set or availability zone with the same SLAs. So if you're not using ANF, you have to get two different boxes, cluster those storage to get the same SLA. Or you can use Azure files. And Azure files doesn't have the same SLA because it follows the SLA of storage account. So essentially to do what ANF does out of the box, you have to take a lot of trouble. You have to manage your own NFS cluster. You have to patch it. You have to make sure it's secure. You have to do a whole lot of stuff or compromise your SLA, use Azure files. Azure files supports both SMB and NFS. So you could use it for Windows or Linux. So there's a flexibility there, but SLA takes ahead because it's three nines instead of four nines. So in my mind, ANF is winner right there. There is no way to get a service SLA without taking so much of trouble, without jumping through a lot of hoops. So let me throw a wrench at you real quick, Ravi, of <laughs> the old saying of, of poking holes at problems, right? I love ANF for this, by the way. I, I think it's definitely the way to go for shared files because it makes sense, right? You don't have to build it with NFS clusters. You don't have to get the lower SLA around Azure files. But I will challenge back on one thing because when you do buy ANF, the minimum amount you can buy is four terabyte. And while I think that we want to say the four nines are great, it is not really And by the way, I always talk about how I love availability sets more than availability zones because it lowers some of the complexity that we may face with like managed services. But let's say I need the four nines for an availability set approach. I like Azure NetApp files for this. I do still have to buy quite a bit of ANF, right? Especially if I'm using a zonal approach. Is that correct? That is correct. In my experience, when you are implementing this for SAP systems, minimum four terabyte is not usually a problem, given that four terabyte is at the account level, not at the volume layer. So you buy four terabyte and you can divide it as small as 100 GB. And you can always share that 100 GB too. So if you have a large SAP landscape, and I'm assuming that you're bringing non-SAP landscapes too. So minimum, I've never seen that being a problem for SAP customers. It does sound a little bit higher than if you were to just compare the cost of an NFS cluster. But cost is not what it looks like. If you're trying to do something, you're trying to patch a system or you're trying to maintain two systems continuously, that's a cost also. So if you compare the total cost, you have to then compare the cost of maintaining those systems going forward. Or if a problem happens, what would you do? Not just the Azure calculator cost that shows for two different VMs versus ANF. So for the shared storage use case, ANF is my favorite storage. 
Yeah, I want to kind of say these words and help make sure I'm hearing this correctly, because I think it is important. Um, obviously, you mentioned that you could build out your own NFS cluster. I just want to drive that point home that ANF is a, a pass. Azure files are a pass. But when you get into the NFS cluster, you got to build that yourself and leverage IaaS for the VM, which means you've got to build the cluster, you've got to install the cluster, you've got to, and by the way, we're assuming you're doing cluster because you need the availability. You could install it on a single VM and, and do the work, but you're taking risks there. So we typically see customers leveraging that as a cluster. But my point is, is that you have to manage that yourself and treat it as IaaS for the VMs. You got to cluster it. You got to manage it inclusive of patching, okay, operating system or the NFS server patches that could come down the path. So, Ravi, I think that's a great point to call out that it's not just the nines that you get for an SLA. It's also a management portion that feeds into the cost, right? Yeah, exactly. That's the shared storage. I think we both agree that ANF is awesome for shared storage. Let's move on to the next topic, which is the HANA data files and log files, but let's specifically data just for the point of the conversation here. For ANF, the obvious use case that makes the most sense is if I need to have an, a scale out BW environment, which remember, guys, is really where you're just daisy chaining VMs together in order to actually get an N plus one for scale out very large BW systems, you have to have ANF. We're the only cloud that actually has this to be able to give you the N plus one versus N plus N high availability, high avail, highly available environment. If I could talk today, that'd be great. So that use case is obvious. Talk to me a little bit more about a comparison between ANF and premium managed disk as it relates back to HANA. This is where it starts to depend on what your objectives are. Conversation towards database, I tend to ask a lot of questions. What are we trying to do here? What is your goal in terms of kind of backup you're trying to take or whether you like snapshot better or what are the features we are trying to get or how big is the database? So just for context, if you're trying to use ANF for HANA database, since currently ANF is not zone aware, you have to do pinning of the ANF storage to the database box. So the pinning, just make sure because it's not zone aware that in a region, when you spin up a VM, let's say that's running HANA, we need to make sure that that ANF volume that's being spun up is in the same data center, right? So you're saying that's that's how you use pinning in this case to make sure they're landing close to each other. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so besides that, once you're using ANF for HANA, a lot of things that we're talking about, all the features, the SLA is better. You can take snapshots, and I think there's a maximum number of snapshots, which is 255 or something, but you can take snapshots as often as you like. Uh, if you're trying to do an upgrade uh, before, just before the upgrade, you want to take a snapshot. So if something goes wrong, you could revert it. That's really a good use case. Another good use case for uh, HANA database is the cross-region replication, wherein instead of doing a HANA system replication, you can just do a consistent snapshot CRR for the HANA ANF storage. It does require integration with AZAC Snap, which is another tool uh, that Microsoft has created, you know, which takes care of putting the database in the snapshot mode, making sure uh, it's consistent before sending the storage to the other side. Let's go back to the snapshot comment. Even though snapshot is great to have, SAP does recommend to have backup once a week because when you do SAP backup or HANA backup, it does a consistency check in the background. So storage corruption doesn't come into play versus ANF can. Point there I'm trying to make is, even though you're using snapshot with ANF, SAP recommends to have a full backup or HANA level backup once a week at least. 
I think where it is really interesting is when you're trying to use it for DR solution. So let's say on the primary data side, you have premium ANF. On the secondary, you don't have to have premium. You can have standard because on the secondary side, you're not using it anyway. So performance there is not really a problem. And when you try to actually bring it up, at that point, you can just upgrade from standard to premium or ultra or whichever case you're using at the primary side. So that uh, saves a little bit on the cost too, but I really like that use case of syncing to a different level where you're not paying because they're not using necessarily. All right, let me throw another wrench. <laughs> it's like dodgeball, Ravi. You need to go see the movie Dodgeball to see me throwing wrenches at you on, and understanding the, what is it, the five Ds of dodgeball? Um, anyway, <laughs> um, the challenge I'm going to give you back, and I, I see what you're saying about using a, a lower tier for disaster recovery because you could always spin it up. But, you know, we could get into a discussion around making sure we've always got a productive support environment. Maybe I have prod in one location, prod and dev in one one region and in another region. I've got my non prod and we still need to have ANF or keep a common and standard approach across the environments. So I could see where we might want to leverage our volumes with the same tier. So that's one thing. But what I will say, too, is that it's important as part of that use case to understand your requirements around throughput and IOPS, right? So I think that that's where we get into a conversation around is ANF fast enough for what I need versus premium storage? And does it, do I have to over provision the size in order to ensure that I'm getting the right throughput, right? So there are a lot of formulas and I hope you post like some of the links into the um, the show notes on this thing, because I think you said it best when we started in this section, the use case kind of drives the right approach, right? Do you need SLAs and snapshots? Then maybe ANF rocks, right? If you need more throughput and a little bit more cost control, if you will, then maybe premium storage fits in. What do you think? It wouldn't be fair to not compare it with managed disk. Uh, as far as snapshot goes, we do know that Azure Backup is going to uh, support snapshot because it's in preview already. Same logic goes, even though you're taking snapshots of uh, premium disk, make sure you're taking backup once a week. I, I think it's fair. I'm, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Why don't you go ahead and finish your thought? I was going to compare two other metrics. The cost, ANF cost is a little bit higher than managed premium disk, like you had mentioned. So you have to take that into account with how many HANA systems you have and what's going to be the total storage cost and whether that aligns with the cost optimization that you have defined for the project. To your point about IOPS and throughput, even though managed disks have better uh, IOPS and throughput for the same size, like if you compare one terabyte ANA versus one terabyte premium disk, premium disk has higher throughput and higher IOPS, but it's not dynamic. So it has pros and cons, and I've seen, and you know, if you ask me about number of customers, I've seen like 80-20. 80% of the customers use managed premium disk versus 20% of the customer use ANF for HANA database. Ravi, you're starting to sound like a consultant with the it depends approach, right? <laughs> so which one, which one should I use? Well, it depends. I've seen actually a, a, more of the enterprise customers or more of the large enterprise, I think, are leaning towards ANF. But I think it really does depend. Like for shared storage, no doubt. Interface directories, no doubt. Um, thoughts on using it for my back end? Well, maybe. I mean, I think that's where we have to evaluate it. I think that ANF probably has more bells and whistles, if you will, than maybe what we're getting with Azure backup snapshots and stuff like that. But I think it's an important thing to say, do your research, guys. Um, your situation may dictate one is a clear winner over the other. We obviously like both of them. We have customers running both of them. Any parting thoughts, Ravi? I guess you can't go wrong with it depends. <laughs> 
But as usual with any Azure service, keep checking what's coming. So the things that we talked about, for example, ANF pinning, that may not be required when ANF is zone aware. Same thing for premium managed disk, even though it's not dynamic right now, Azure Ultra Disk is coming. It has some restrictions right now, but Ultra Disk does have ability to do uh, dynamically up and down. Awesome, Ravi. Take care of yourself. Have a great weekend and uh, talk to you next week. All right. Talk to you later.